Hello there. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Bright suns and welcome back to an all-new episode of the Outer Rim Beacon. I'm your host for this episode, Maggie, and I'm joined by two of my favorite people. This is Josh, and I was wondering if Justin had a frog in his throat, but um, no. Yeah. We're throwing everybody for a loop here. We are. I even uh, spared Kyle. I was going to try to copy uh, Justin and say from Mace Tawani to Mace uh, Windu, but... I still found <laughs> a way to get it in there. Uh, I did. This is Kyle, and just to be clear, Maggie said two of her favorite people. I'm the first one, though. Josh is two. Oh, yeah. I just wanted yeah, to put yeah, that yeah. out there. <laughs> Can't you be, like, number one and I'll be A? One A. Yeah, we're both no. number one like a subset. Just, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is one A and one B. No, like no, you just do no. use you That'll use work. separate a one separate, and an yeah, a. separate labeling systems. As long as Justin's two and or B, then yes, that's fine. I can live with that. To be or not to be. Mm, that yes. is the question. This is gold right here. That's what the people this tune is, in for. This is exactly what people have been missing. We are doing a review episode today of the Lego Halloween special. Because Spooky. Justin's not here, I don't know if we're going to be counting down to we celebration. Have to. It's 29 weeks. Just counted down. Boom. <laughs> 29 is go. my favorite number. It's my 29. soccer number. What a weird favorite number. Oh, yeah. Soccer. So okay. In high were you, college? Were you a, no. a goalie? Midfield. That's the only. Lots of okay. That was the only position I knew for sure I knew the name of. Defense. Uh, defense. Is that a position? It seems section. like a, a, a collection of positions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's 29 weeks, which is Josh's favorite number. And it seems, I don't know, that seems close. We're under 30. That seems like we're almost there. Just over half. We're a almost year. there. You know, I still don't have <sighs> tickets. Yeah. I can't, I'm starting to. Uh, yeah. Well, that's. Sweat a little bit. I downplayed that for a while, but at this point, it's like, yeah, what about the tickets, you know? <laughs> I, I think I have a hotel, but I don't have tickets. Well, that's so, good. So, really, yeah. Well, last year, or not last year, uh, like 100 years ago in Chicago, people just sort of ran in. So, maybe you won't even need a pass. Who knows? Wait, so you can, like, like uh, smuggle me in, like a bounty? I mean, historically, me no, but it, it worked at, at Chicago. Maybe we'll freeze you in carbonite and take you in that way. I'm I'm here for it. Um, oh, since the last time I was here, I met Hayden Christensen. Whoa! I, I really buried the lead with that one. I just realized that <laughs> he, he's been in the news recently too. I don't know. Is he that a spoiler? Has. Are we talking about that? that I think we're talking the about news that. In the notes. That's exactly well, what. If just Justin typed it mind. in and then didn't come, it makes me uh, wonder if it's legit. But boom, Hayden Christian on the Ahsoka show. It Rumor is has true. It. The Hollywood Hollywood Reporter confirmed he will be in the Ahsoka show. Now, I want to know your opinions on this because I, like, Star Wars Twitter was losing their mind over this, and I was kind of like, 
meh because like we already know he's an Obi-Wan and like that was a thing I was more excited for, I think. And now I'm just like, I kind of wish this had been a surprise. Yeah. No, I How do you feel about it. Because you're like a resident like Ahsoka fans. I agree. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Agreed. <laughs> I uh I always want the surprise. I try to avoid mm-hmm. even like official announcements to some degree because I'd rather find out. But it does make sense if we're gonna get some kind of live action reunion with Anakin and Obi Wan that we would get one with Ahsoka and Anakin as well. Flashback or current time Force or Ghost? Ho- however do you think it's gonna be a force ghost? Her, yeah for her it makes for her it makes way more sense because it can be a force ghost and it can just be Hayden. Whereas for Obi-Wan it's either a flashback or they're putting him in the suit and then it's like, well what what's the point of casting him if he's in the suit? Because it's not gonna be his voice. So he can wear the suit and I mean, that's I dope. Guess, but I mean <laughs> He does seem very excited about it. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. I'm excited that he's excited. Because, like, I I said something when I, like, met him. I was like, because I had him sign my Revenge of the Sith, um, like, a booklet thing that I have from Re- Revenge of the Sith. And I was like, yeah, I'm really excited that you, like, got to come back to be Anakin. And he, like, grinned and was like, I'm so excited to be back. And I was like, <sighs> my heart. <laughs> a lot of people are. It's exciting news. You know, he... uh he got some like unfair crap back in mm-hmm. back when those movies came out and it's sad how that all went down. So I'm glad that things have come back around. Completely. Do you think that there's the potential for us to see since they're bringing actors that are in other Star Wars shows currently? Do you think there's an opportunity to see Rex? To see Tim play Rex? Oh yeah, why not? Gosh, I hope so. Man, that would be that's so like awesome. my number one wish. That was what I was wishing. Like when I read the Hollywood Reporter article, I was hoping that Hayden was like the lead and that somewhere buried that would be like news as well, but there wasn't. And I was like, that's what I want to see. And that'd be awesome if that was kept a surprise too. I would love that to be a surprise. Like, don't spoil that for me. I want to wake up, watch the episode, and lose my mind. It's it'd be really it's it'd be really it'd be really cool too, just because like Tem has been awesome coming back as Boba Fett. And he's playing this like, you know, kind of like cold character. And then if we had Rex, you know, he'd be the same guy, but with a beard. But then like so warm and like, you know, very different personality. That's for sure. Um, Yes. You know, not to one up you, but I uh, I met Joy Fatone at uh, Motor City Comic Con. You did. (laughs) Mm. Wow. We actually also met Ming Na Wen, um, but, but Joey Fatone was a funner, more fun thing to see. To I was hoping, up. I was hoping that we'd bring Ming Na up because that kind of helps us go into like the next big piece of Star Wars news that came news that came out this week, which was the Boba Fett trailer. Dun dun dun! It was all right. I mean, it was fine. I'm just kidding. Oh it was my awesome. god! <laughs> it was awesome. I was yeah. like, do not break my heart, Kyle. Now, this is one that I like. I wish they would actually put out a thousand trailers for this like they did for The Rise of Skywalker. What are you, uh, what are you most excited Same. about? Like, f- from what you saw in the trailer. I, For me, like, I'm most excited about just expanding on 
Boba Fett in general and getting some attention on him and what like kind of what he's thinking and what he's gone through and, and how he got to where he is because uh, it, this has been my complaint. I'm like a broken record with this, but on screen, he's done some cool things in novels and in, in comic books, especially right now in the comics, but uh, Boba Fett didn't do much in the movies uh, and it was sort of lame. He had an awesome set of armor and he looked really cool uh, and he was talked up to be awesome, but he didn't do a whole lot. So uh, I'm mostly just super into him getting some time as like a leading person in a story and um, really fleshing out who he is and why he is and, and making him like a, to me a little bit more interesting. I completely agree. Are you prepared for like a super long winded answer from me? Like, are you prepared? Someone's got to talk on this thing. Yeah, go for it. Okay. You you both know that I was never a big fan of Boba Fett. Like, I'm very much on record in the early days of my tenure on this show. Yeah, no, we have all your, we have your complete flip flop. Uh, We have have the evidence. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like completely very proud of that flip flop. Um, And I really do think a lot of that has to do with uh, Tamora Morrison and just the way that the character is being handled. I'm so excited for the book of Boba Fett because one, I am a diehard Robert Rodriguez fan. Like there has not been a single movie or television show that he has made that I did not love and that I did not love his use of like character and motives and character arcs. And like, he's very good at storytelling. He gets the heart of characters and he uses that to the full extent. And I think the way that at least in the trailer and the way that we've previously seen this Boba Fett is a far cry from everything that, I'm sorry to say it, fanboys have made him out to be since he was first introduced. He just, he feels like he's not this like vicious monster that a lot of the comics, even up until the end of last year, were depicting him as. He he has more heart to him. And I, I really think a lot of that has the counterweight of Finnick because the I, I maintain what I said last year, like the fact that he saved her and offered her a place mostly as his equal, it seems, speaks volumes about who he is as a character. And so I'm really excited to see how that dynamic is played out, especially since they seem very much on even footing, like both sitting there on the throne, both dealing with the people at the table. Uh, I'm just really curious to see how that line is followed through because i know robert rodriguez has created a lot of really fantastic uh dynamics between like pairs of characters like that in the past um from dustal dawn comes to mind that's like one of my favorites Hmm. but also like desperado and you know he's really good at playing up those kind of like badass partners in crime um and it just makes me really excited like my favorite one of my favorite tv shows was from dusk till dawn um, that played on the El Rey channel that he was the showrunner of. It was like a spinoff of his movie. And the dynamics between the characters and that were just so good. And I hope that it comes through with Book of Boba Fett and that we get something that's very different from what we've seen in like Mando, which is basically just a man in a ma- like expressionless helmet emoting physically with a puppet. And now we see two characters that are mostly unmasked getting to have much more of like expression and dialogue and conversation and the potential to kind of grow more, I think. When I, I think that you're right that in the past, he's always been portrayed as sort of like a super cold, 
calculated, mm-hmm. looking out for himself. And there was that one line where we set up this whole show with with he and Fennec from from the Mandalorian, where he said she was left for dead on the sands of Tatooine, as was I. Uh, and fate steps mm-hmm. in to rescue the wretched. And I feel like um, after Jedi, when he clearly got out of the Sarlacc pit, that that was some kind of turning point for him. Mm-hmm. And now he's a different person. And I'm I'm really curious to see that new version, which, like you said, to me is way more interesting, I think. So much more. His whole, like, I want to rule with respect. I was like, okay, okay, tell me more. I want to see this. Like... I'm fine with you pull guns out and go go in blazing, but I want this respect too, because there's so much potential for that like redemption through the underworld type story that I'm hungry for. <laughs> Should be interesting to see how well he's able to rule with respect and how how much it falls. Oh yeah, apart. I'm sure that'll last yeah. an episode. <laughs> it'll mm. last an episode. I think all of the footage that we saw uh, from that trailer was from episode one. I don't think anything else in that episode is from or from that trailer is from beyond episode one, but I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, no, I can see why you'd say that. I, there was nothing that seemed way different than, you know, it, it's kind of seemed to you know, lots of similar locations. And speaking of location, I love like one of my favorite things about Star Wars is like the world building. And I just lo- it looks like we're getting even though it looks like it's another desert planet, we're getting a, a new location, that city that we see in the crater. Like, um, Oh, I thought that was just like the other side of Tatooine. Yeah, I assumed it's, it was another city not Tatooine on Tatooine because too, it's but too big. Maybe not. Yeah. Okay. The, 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 the settlement, like, oh, as far as I know, unless something has changed, I think that like in canon, like most Eisley is the biggest settlement on Tatooine. And, like that was it's way bigger looks i I could just be Hmm. this is just me eyeballing it but i don't i think it's a different i think it's a different place josh is on record it's a new place see we'll see it's a whole new world it's your flying carpet yep is uh when what's the release date for this here show we're talking about december december 29th December 29th. And we do not currently have an official release for how many episodes, but if I was a guessing person, it is a nine. Okay. Hmm. We'll see. Uh, can I say... I hope it's 15. Ooh. <laughs> I would love for it to be multiple chapters. Hit right in the middle. Um, Just a couple other things. Uh, I love seeing a live action... A Thorian with a vocoder, like that was pretty cool. Yes. Um, You think that's the one that hangs out in Sid's Sid's uh, parlor? No, probably not. If if uh, if so, I think had quite the glow up. Um, if it is the same guy, and if if so, would he be like, "Hey, do you have a sister?" Yeah, Yeah. you look a lot like this blonde girl. Um. (laughs) Speaking of looks. And then Finnick would be like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> I tried yeah. to kidnap her. Um, it, it looks like Boba took a dip in the in the back to tank. For sure. You know His face is way you less scarred yeah. up, right? Look, I'm not saying that it's Finnick Shand, but I'm not not saying it's Finnick Shand. I feel like if you have Ming-Na Wen in your life, your life like instantly glows up. Every part of your life is just like infinitely better, including it your It just appearance. heals your face. It just heals you. <laughs> like, essence, yeah. 
I'm trying not to be like my my bonnet shipper here, but I'm just saying, love heels. <laughs> um, and then I just wanted to put you guys in my brain when I'm watching this. I'm looking at the table full of uh, criminals and thinking, what the hell? Where's the where are the pikes and the black sun and da 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 da. But then, and because you see a bunch of like uh, Trandoshans and some like Clatuinians, and that's pretty much it. But then I realized, dummy, it's Jabba's lieutenants. It's not. Yeah. This isn't. This isn't Crimson Dawn. Not just yet. all of the crime yeah. syndicates. Yeah. Um. Although it might. Who knows? It might get there. Speaking of which, are we going to see Kira in this show? I believe so. I I feel like it might happen. She is. Uh. It seems like they've been uh, really setting her up in the comics. It would be nice to see that jump. She was a popular character that we didn't necessarily get enough of in the movie when they set this they set this um the conditions for this show up when you know in the war of the bounty hunters when jabba is like basically the only hut left um like in at the time of return of the jedi because of vader like Mm. spoiler if you haven't read those yet but they came out a bit ago so (laughs) (laughs) just a while ago um so there would be a power vacuum that he could step in and lastly, uh, love seeing the uh, the Bomar Order uh, spider at the beginning. Do you guys know about those? Yes, I don't think so. So the the spider with the uh, like the glass jar at the very beginning of the tri- okay. I know what you're talking about. So those about. are monks yeah. who are trying to give up all of their like sensations. So they basically they get rid of their bodies and put their brain in a jar that's carried around by a droid. And Jabba They took, sign up for yeah, this on purpose. Like their, yeah. Their Zen thing that they do. And um oh. Jabba actually took over that his palace is a as a monastery that he took over from them. And that's why they're around. I did not yeah. know this. Um seems like I don't fully understand why you would not why you would want to do that, but I mean, good for them. I think it's the whole like um it's a more extreme version of what like Buddhist monks do where they like give up everything and live in seclusion together and you know. Mm. But just, you know, take that a couple okay. more steps and put your brain in a jar. I th- uh, yeah, more than a couple, I'd say. That's like a yeah, lot of steps. Like a whole staircase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, at least. Yeah, a steep one. Um, one. So we have a bunch of obviously the, since the last time we recorded, um, there was Hasbro PulseCon and like there's a ton of uh pre-orders and releases and upcoming releases and pipeline reveals and and the HasLab and all that stuff. But we felt like it would be uh sacrilegious to go through all of yeah. this without the toy guy as i'm calling him out Justin, Justin Terry. Yeah. um so we're gonna wait to talk about those uh on the next episode that he's here um and then so yeah. just chill till the next episode although one piece of merch <laughs> that i do want to mention um is the rebel art empire had an ap5 and chopper pin come out that is really cool and you love how to many see it. AP5 things are ever going to be made? You got to get enough. one. 
Um, and speaking of that, I actually also ran into and got to hang out with uh, Rebel Art Empire at Motor City Comic Con. So very lucky. Very, very. I mean, I've met Mandy before, but I finally got to meet. You meet saw Loaf, both, yeah. right? Meatloaf mm-hmm. and Mandy. And meatloaf. Yeah. Got to meet Meatloaf. The Meatloaf. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, insulting to one of them, whoever you're referring to as the Meatloaf. Well, so you can't see how I'm we'll spelling it. it one. That. So Anthony Meatloaf is Meatloaf. Uh, actually, I should look this up before I say this. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is Meatloaf no space, and one of them is Meatloaf two words. Uh, one's a compound word and one's two. Uh, okay. I had no idea. Yep. Ooh, I think so. I think Anthony so is Meatloaf one word. Yep. <laughs> when I type in Meatloaf the Piercer into Google, under it, Meatloaf the Piercer comes up for his like his piercing stuff. But then underneath it, it says Meatloaf yeah. the Person and it's Meatloaf the Singer. <laughs> <laughs> we love the pr- well the, i mean that solved your problem right there yeah. very easily so hmm. well there you go meatloaf and meatloaf but two different kinds and it sounds like he had a good time interacting with his counterpart how could you not yeah anyway back to star wars yeah uh, well i mean you're talking about uh, Motor City Comic Con right now. What else, what else did fill us in? What happened while you were there? What else did you see? Um, did you buy anything I awesome? I bought, um, I bought you a Mace Windu from the Clone <laughs> Wars cart- uh, uh, Jendi uh, Clone Wars uh, action figure because I like buying you things that you hate. Um, yeah. But I feel and like I'll have to display it I somewhere like too because it. I'm a good friend. <laughs> I do. Um, we were a little bit uncomfortable with the idea, but uh, mask wearing was pretty uh, on point. Uh, a lot of people wearing masks. That's good. Uh, most people wearing masks. Um, we did. It was not a requirement. It was a requirement. Though? But you know, people once they get oh, in. Oh, but there, there were some people. Okay. Or they're doing the nose thing, or they're doing the. Ugh. Oh, I'm going to pull it down to wearing talk the chin to you. diapers. Give me a break, yeah. guys. Um, and then uh, we met Ming Na Wen. Very cool. Um, huge. And we also met Joy Fatone from NSYNC. Um, you know, that's super cool to a certain group of people. Well, and it's sure. also a callback to a previous time that we talked about Joy Fatone on this podcast. Yeah. I can't remember the context anymore, yeah. but uh, I know that it happened. <laughs> well, you you and the boy bands, so I'm sure it's come yeah. up. We didn't get a chance to meet Jim uh, Cummings, but... Uh, I've actually got my uh, my signed Hondo right here from Jim Cummings. Also the voice of Winnie the Pooh, yep. right? And Tigger too. Um, which he signed. And, you know, he's a professional. He signs way more autographs than I have autographs. So I just went with it. And he signed the bubble. So Hondo is like a... He's a vintage collection. So he's on a card back. And... Jim, excuse me, Mr. Cummings. I don't know. I don't know what if we're on that level, but he signed the bubble. I thought that was weird. I expected him to sign the card back. He even had like a silver pen to sign the black card back, but he didn't. He signed the bubble. I thought it was so strange. I actually maybe, think that's what people do when they not. sign those is they sign the bubble. Yeah. Always? Huh. 
The other one I have signed is on the card back. Maybe I who signed the card uh, back? maybe the first person who did I'd have to it's in a box. I'd have to get it out and try to remember what it was now even it was a gift. But uh maybe that person did it crazy. You know what? I know how to figure this out. This is what we need Justin for. He could nope. set me straight I, right away. I know I'm how sure. to figure this out even more. So there's a With the, the internet? Yeah, um there is a professional wrestler who is also a ridiculous toy collector and i want to see where he signs his action figures on the bubble oh so he's fitting like right on the bubble huh huh okay well yeah he has a i guess i'm wrestling figure i'm the one who didn't know and he collects figures of like wrestling action figures even though he like knows half these people now that's yeah. still kind of cool. So. Huh. My main thing I get signed is like artwork. So that's different. But yeah, the. Hmm, okay. On the bubble. Now I know. I won't be surprised next time. Although now I see I see another one by him where he signed the card. Oh, nope. That oh, one well. doesn't have as bit nearly as big of a bubble though. Okay. Could be preference, but I, no, most of these are bubble. I mean, I'm sure they'll sign it wherever you ask, if you ask, but. I just want to see how much longer we can talk about if it's on the bubble or not. I feel like this is gripping. Gripping. You know what? We're going to get a phone line set up. We're just going to keep recording. We'll have people call in and tell us what they prefer. All right. This is Jim in Tampa. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe next time I'll have them sign the back of the card back just to throw everybody for a loop. (laughs) That's not good. All right. Well, we're gonna leave the rest of the toys for for Justin, right? Yep. Is that it for is that it for news then? If we're leaving, you know, the actual important news for Justin when he's here to run the show properly. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think that's all the news we got. That's plenty of news. It's like more than enough news, I think, and half of it wasn't even news. Bubble it talk. was. Kind of Josh and bubble talk, Kyle. yeah. But Basically, you know, Maggie just you, slid out during the bubble talk. Maggie hoping yep. we would shut up and move on. To I open my toys. Lego I don't have an Star opinion. Wars terrifying tales. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm like, I'm waiting to see, waiting to see what happens. Mm. Um. Well, do you guys want to talk about this Lego show then? Probably. That's what we advertised. I loved it. You did, huh? I loved it so much. I watched it four times. Or I watched it today again because I haven't watched it in since like when it first came out. Same. Yeah. Well, Maggie, what was your uh, what was your favorite part then? If you were the one who loved it the most, apparently. <laughs> uh, Lost Boys. The Lost. The Lost. Yeah, it was on Just point. Very obvious reasons. Very obvious reasons. Uh, one, I am a huge Christian Slater fan, and to have him play Ren uh, felt like hmm. some sort of fever dream. Uh, also, just the fact that like watching Charles Sewell's reaction to seeing a character that he created get voiced by Christian Slater in a Lego Star Wars was the most endearing thing I have ever seen. Um, both he and Will uh, Slaney like just deserve the world. Um, and it was just just so charming. But like, finally, the masses get to know Ben Solo. Is innocent. 
<laughs> um, I don't think this... it's canon. But this will make people now seek out the comic. This I consider this to be Ben Solo redemption propaganda because it'll make people go and read the comics and see that he did not burn the temple down. I'm just saying. That's why you got to consume all the media, people. You got to get the full story. The whole Rashomon thing, it's, it's hard to tell what really happened there. It's all open for interpretation. I love that we got uh, Sam Witwer as Darth Maul. I'll take that any day of the week. And Lego Palpatine reminds me of Robot Chicken Palpatine, 100%. both of which are just, I mean, chef's kiss. Phenomenal. I honestly feel like Lego Palpatine is just Robot Chicken Palpatine, but like PG-13. Yeah, I can get on board with that. He's just uh, a little more family yeah. friendly. Yeah. Now that uh, I'll take any Darth Maul that I'm a huge Darth Maul fan. I'll take any more Dar- Darth Maul content, and I I love that they like did the little gag about, but he got cut in half, and then witches gave him new legs. Is anybody even going to believe that? Is that real? Uh, I I thought that was I thought that was funny. it was nice to see the Night Sisters and Mother Talzin just in some other uh, piece of Star Wars media. Yeah. I will say I also love. Darth Maul with Sam doing the voice going for spin, force leap, force flip. Like, uh, <laughs> calling yeah, it out. Yeah. You know, force leap. And he like barely jumped off the ground. Oh uh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, well I can use the force. <laughs> I, I'm wondering though, was um is does Darth Maul have any kids? I don't know. He was slinging those dad jokes. I don't think so. Oh, you seem uh, to be unarmed. Definitely sling yeah. Without a leg to yeah. stand on. He did a cough yeah, drop, cough too, drop. when he pushed him off the edge. Yeah. Those kids would have had to happen a while ago. Yeah, um, I don't think the robot um, lower half was going to be producing offspring. But you never know. Unless there's Modern some sort technology. of way, you know, maybe some <laughs> stem cells or something like that. I don't know. You, you know, never know. The miracle semen? of... I don't know. There was some... Uh, <laughs> Midi chlorians, you never uh, who, Although, who can tell in Star Wars anything. Is, I mean, is his possible. legs are metal, know? but they're also like made of magic. <laughs> so, <laughs> question mark? Yeah, okay. He was magically enhanced. Well, and they're. Well, I thought you were going to say he was magically delicious <laughs> for a second there, and I don't know. Hey, man, I didn't even know that. that too. But I, um, mean, I don't. I don't think he's a Pete Davidson. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He uh, he even got a second set of legs too, because he had the spider legs, and then he just had like the um, I don't know, metal something legs. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe he was definitely pulling the dad jokes. I don't know that he's an official dad. Maybe he's though. a stepdad. Maybe he adopted. Oh, that would be nice. He kind of he tried Seems to adopt like he'd be Ezra. A great father figure. He tried. He Ezra's, did try to adopt Darth Ezra. Maul, Ezra's stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> Except he episode. made him call him old master, which is weird. It's a weird stepdad move. Oh man, I these uh, Star Wars Lego things are like just the right amount of silly for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they still mm-hmm. they still find a way to 
be true to Star Wars in certain ways, like and bring up things that don't need to be there. Like it's like the writers are trying to be as goofy as they can without taking away from it. But then, but then are. also giving us stuff like, oh, there is a Sith temple underneath Darth Vader's castle, and there is, um, uh, you know, other, just other like little tidbits that are like deep canon things that don't need to be in there, but they put them mm-hmm. in there anyway. Probably so we could do the Leo DiCaprio uh, meme, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. That was that yeah. thing. I don't know. It's yeah. I like them. Well, if since we're talking Lego specials in general, which is better, the holiday Christmas special or the terrifying tales Halloween special? I liked them both, but I feel like I laughed more in this one. Maggie. Yeah, I think I like this one better simply because I am a sucker for spooky stories and Halloween vibes. And I really, really enjoyed this one. Uh, I watched the holiday special twice and I ended up watching this one four times. So I feel like that's a good indicator of my enjoyment. I I don't know if I've said it on here, but Halloween, the only thing that Christmas has over Halloween is presents. If you didn't have right. presents, Halloween would be king of the holidays. Make people hand out candy only on Christmas, and boom, it's down like it's fighting for a spot, even in like the top half. I don't even think Christmas food is the best. But that's what, like I mean, thing. it and when you're a kid, it has like the two weeks off of school going for it too. But I don't uh, like that's not Christmas's. That. Christmas got lucky. Yeah, they <laughs> they were just dealt yeah. a really good hand. Are you saying Christmas has holiday privilege? Yeah. Yes. Wow. We're taking a bold stance here on the Outer Rim Beacon. <laughs> the war on Christmas Check started your here. privilege at the door. <laughs> Check your privilege at December. I've had enough of it. Mariah Carey is coming out of cryostasis. Oh. <laughs> They're thawing Mariah her out right Carey. now. Claiming Christmas as hers is the funniest uh, thing. Hey man, she uh frankly, that song frankly has more made suited so for Halloween fun. these days. Oh. Oh, I know. Did you guys know My Chemical Romance did a cover of that song? Is it awesome or it's is it bad. terrible? It's not bad. Hmm. Well, I did not know that. But I will check it out this holiday season. Not yet. It's November. You can listen to Christmas music legally, I think. I can legally listen to Christmas music anytime I want because I am an adult, but I will not do it yet. I, you know, let Thanksgiving have its time. You mean pre-Christmas? Not that I really celebrate that holiday, but other than delicious foods. See, Thanksgiving doesn't matter anymore because you can get pumpkin pie way early. It's like, what? What's the point? That's, oh, and that's so true. you can go hang out with your family and maybe get COVID from your redneck uncle? Oof, no. Oof. Mm-mm. Don't sign me up for that part, though. I didn't. No, it's just the food. <laughs> it's, the, it's the mashed potatoes and pumpkin pie. Um, what do we want to talk about next? How about Garbar? Harbar? Harbar? How about Harbar? 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 How about uh, the Hut guy? Garbala the Hut. Garbala the Hut. Garbala the the tycoon. The, yeah, the developer tycoon cousin of java is that is that not truly the worst kind of villain like a landlord oh they are the worst 
Well, it, I, there was some good gags in there, like kind of digs at Disney too about uh, all yeah, the money grubbing and setting, Disney. yeah, building a hotel. Uh, which I think they ended up settling on a bed and breakfast. So he did kind of, uh, I guess, lower his expectations. He does like cutting corners though, using those B ones. Come on. Oh, jeez, I know. Must have gotten those things for a, a couple, uh, a couple flan. They uh, how did he reprogram them to uh, be zombies? Though that's I've never seen zombie B one battle droids. Um, that actually was dark science. And where did they Secrets get the axes? Only the Sith knew. Oh, dark science. Okay. Actually, no. I think it had me because of the holocron. Did it not? Yeah, it was probably because holocrons. Or was <laughs> it a wayfinder? It's hard to say. Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't remind me of that atrocity. Um. All right, I've I've got a question. Of the three stories, I think Maggie kind of already answered hers. We had the the Knights of Ren story and the the monkey's paw, the Wookiee's paw, excuse me, How story. You? And I I know I apologize. And the the lightsaber story with Maul and Grievous. What was our favorite one of those? Well. I, I, there was a very specific thing. Pick a side, we're at war. I, I think that my favorite one was the Lost Boy, just because it was so referential to the Lost Boys, even to the point where they had a, a Bith, uh, pretending to be Tim Capello from Lost Boys playing the saxophone at the, <laughs> at the party. Like, I, I think. That was the that that was the reference that put it over the top, and I know that's a stupid reason to pick that as my f- favorite one. But that was when they had the the saxophone player. I was like, "You have the right to your opinion." Yeah, Maggie, is that yeah. your favorite one too? Yeah, I think so. For different, reasons. yeah, I really liked the um the the Wookiee's paw. With Luke ended up as a TIE pilot and still blew up the Death Star, even though he was uh, a pilot for the Empire, and Leia leading the trench run, and Obi Wan had survived and gone down in the trash compactor. I thought that was all pretty fun. Yeah, I liked that. But you know, I also liked seeing Darth Maul and Grievous get some some screen time opposite each other. That was fun in that too. I thought um, I thought it was cool that. I feel like something silly like this, there's, there is a lot of, I could see, I don't know why I'm stumbling over this. Um, I could see the potential for like one of the stories to be like, woof, not, not great, but I don't feel like we got yeah, that. Um, a real stinker. I think all three of them were, were good for their own reasons. I agree. It reminded me of um, a, a Simpsons um, Treehouse of Terror, kind of special, yeah. you know, to a couple little vignettes. Yeah, I love the um, the Shining reference, the chopping. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah, obsessed yeah. with that. B one eight Here's seven four B, five whatever eight. whatever whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was good. I I still I'm not sure where he got the axe, but I guess maybe it was part of their construction equipment question mark or that there was a wood door in star wars yeah well you know whatever it's fine it's a nitpicks 
Yeah. Can I can I pull a Josh throwback Ooh. to something we yeah. talked about earlier in the oh, episode? I wish you would. Gimmick infringement. Um, so the the capital of Tatooine is Bestine, which is supposedly the largest city on the planet. Bestine. Not Moss Eisley. It has been mentioned, it has never been seen. I wonder if it's in a crater. If that planet ends up being if that city ends up being Bestine, I'm gonna quit the show. You think <laughs> you think we have gotten enough Tatooine already? I'd just love to spend some more time on Tatooine. I feel like we're never there. <laughs> trying to see if this is Oh give me a break some... with your me- appearance only in a s from a certain point of view. Boo. Uh, actually, it was in a Luke Skywalker book in the 80s. Nope, not canon. He goes there. It's no longer canon, but it was a book that happened. Oh, listen to this one now. You're reaching, Maggie. Where does it say that it's the biggest city, though? It's in, like, a throwaway mention. Fake news, Maggie. But here's the difference. Moss Eisley is one of the largest spaceports and i'm just saying but a crater city would not make for a very good spaceport so you might have that it is the largest spaceport but yes it is mentioned in um from a certain point of view which is canon so and it is considered the capital and arguably capitals are usually pretty large oh yeah the capital of michigan is lansing not detroit checkmate The well, capital of Kentucky is Frankfurt, not Louisville or Lexington, for that matter. And if we're really getting into it, Kentucky's biggest city is Cincinnati. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not how that well, works. That is a that's a deep, deep Nor- cut. Northern is. Kentucky goes with Ohio. Cincinnati doesn't go with Kentucky. Mm. You've got it confused. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah, about you that. You have it a little bit backwards, Josh. Does Kentucky have an NFL team? Nope. Just Cincinnati Bengals. You leave. The I, th- I feel like you're making my point. No, I'm saying I'm saying Cincinnati has to go with Kentucky because Kentucky doesn't He's have waffling. Ohio already has sports. <laughs> no, Kentucky teams. does not have a professional sports team. Ohio, oddly enough, is one of the few states with two football and two baseball teams. So what you're saying is they could split in half and give some of that love to Kentucky? Uh, what I'm saying is there's not a ton of reasons to come to Ohio. So, <laughs> so they had to make a bunch I of sports concur. teams. <laughs> um, I'm looking at a picture of Bastine. I'm not sure what it's from. It looks pretty sandy. Is it from the video yeah, game? It's not, it doesn't look like it's in a crater, but... It would, it would be sandy, you would think. <laughs> Wow, this city like loose, on Tatooine is sandy. Loose sand. <laughs> as, as opposed to tight yeah, sand? sand. That, Drum like sand, that sand from Dune? looks kind of more solid. I think you've been having too much spice, Josh. Are you trying to save a drug problem on the show here? The melange? <laughs> Where are my notes? I was just picking up what Kyle was putting down with the uh, the Dune reference there. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm crossing over franchises now because I've been crossing reading. Have you guys seen Dune? Oh, that's a third one. Yeah, I saw I saw the movie. The new one. I read the book. Yes, I thought it was pretty good. It's a part one. You know, it was only 
half of the novel. Oh. Part two just got greenlit, like after the movie was already released, which I thought was strange considering the amount of money they spent on it. But I don't really know how that all works, I guess. Is this a Dune podcast now? I mean, I'm only yeah, on the actually, second book. I'm going to need to do a lot more Oscar reading. Oscar Isaac is in it, so I feel like it's who, he's awesome. And he says he wants to. Be, he wanted to be a pilot, so he was a pilot in is, that for a minute. Who's the main and, character in this terrifying tales? Lego, exactly. Oh, this is actually a crossover episode. All Oscar Isaac. We're going to talk about Ex Machina next. This is the all yes. Oscar Isaac show, even though yes. he didn't play this Poe Dameron, I guess. Or did he? Hmm. Or did he? he I mean, not according to the credits, but, you know. It's pen name. Stage name. <laughs> Stage name? name? Yeah. That seems like something that would definitely make sense. Did you guys notice that um, um, the saber the, the saber of Sardant was, um, the ignition of it was like a scream? Like when they when it turned on, <laughs> like yeah, I did notice that. Like, why did it make that uh, crazy noise? And it, I, I didn't fully understand. I like, I want to know who. I guess I just need to know a lot more things about that lightsaber in general. It's a new but creation. And that's not, probably the end of it. And not to go back to X Machina, but it also has Hux in it. So technically, X Machina is a Star Wars movie because you have two Star Wars actors in it, and a droid, and a droid. Or or two really. Um and it, yeah. And wasn't there a movie where he like made out with Padme? Wasn't he in a movie? Uh, Oscar with, Isaac? Uh, yeah. Wasn't he in a movie with uh um Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman? Uh if if he or, was lucky he was. I don't I think I, I can see up? I can see the Google machine working in Josh's glasses. Are you looking that up? No? Oh, then you were just looking at the notes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he was in a movie with uh, Natalie Portman. Was that Annihilation? He, he's been in a lot of movies the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, he so was in that. Annihilation with Natalie Portman. That's the one. There you go. Also, science fiction. Hmm. So, Took this is all just a giant Six Star Degrees of Star Wars. Which would then mean that Inside Llewellyn... Uh, Davis is also Star Wars movie, even though it's set in New York City, because he sings with Adam Driver in it. <laughs> uh, pretty soon, every movie that's been made in the last 40 years is going to be a Star Wars movie. And then Justin Timberlake is in that. So then we can bring in some boy bands, bringing us back to Joey Fatone. Is in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. That was... Quite a leap. Have you ever seen the 2003 movie Shattered Glass? Yes. Negative. Starring Hayden Christensen and Rosario Dawson. Yes. That is one of the things that I've that's been fun about them. That announcement is seeing all the like pictures. cute pictures of them when they were like young, <laughs> together at like red carpets and stuff. I don't know if they were like a, an item, but they definitely took a bunch of cute pictures together. So. That would be scandalous to find out. Uh, well, don't be such a worry wampa, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 
Um, we're like, uh, without we're, Justin, we're just yeah. lost. I know he really tightens. I'm, I'm things leaning up into the. Here. This is very, fr- very free. I'm leaning into the free form <laughs> for a comedic effect, though. Too. It's okay. Uh, we are creeping up on like an, an hour here, though. Does anybody else have, uh, or does anybody have thoughts that they want to get in on the terrifying tales, or I guess anything else before we blow this thing, and go home? I hope this becomes an annual thing, and I hope we see more um, terrifying tales. I have one last, I agree, and I have one last thing to say, and that is that I did not realize that Vane was a real character outside of this until I did some research. Uh, He is actually Vader's attendant at the castle. He is in Rogue One. And he is also in the terrifying tales from, uh, or whatever the tales from Vader's castle comics as well. I think, and I honestly think that those are, mm-hmm. um, I haven't read them, but from what I've read about them, <laughs> that they are very similar to this, where it's him telling stories, um, about mm-hmm. things that happen at the castle. So well, I thought that was very obvious. I can't believe you didn't know that. You didn't know it either. You said that off it up. That, well, uh, there's a recording of you saying it and not of me. So I guess we'll never really know, will we? I always knew that. <laughs> uh, so I uh, I agree with Maggie. I want to see more of the holiday specials. I want to see the, the Halloween special every year. I hope they keep making them. Same. When's the St. Patrick's Day yeah. special coming out? Right. You for every, like, Thank you. I... Holiday. Uh, when I interviewed them, flag day tiny promo, I interviewed uh, the writer and director from uh, Star Wars Legos, and they joked that they wanted to do an Arbor Day Star Wars. That was going to be the stuff. next one I said. Would it be on Kashyyyk? That... <laughs> if they do it on Tatooine, they're really like screwing things up, I'll tell you Beach that. Beach day. I don't know. Wouldn't it be funny, though? That, that would be the perfect planet to try to plant trees on for Arbor Day. That would be very much like Dune 2. That's like the whole plot of the movie. Spoiler. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, that book came out in the 60s. Spoiler. Wait, is that why the worms are mad? Because they're trying to plant trees and the worms are like anti-arborists? Yes, Megan. (laughs) That's exactly right. That's exactly, exactly what's happening. I'm tweeting that. Speaking of sandworms. The the, the worms make the melange. Speaking of sandworms. I am so excited that Michael Keaton is going to be Batman again. I want to cry. <laughs> Beetlejuice, baby. Sandworms. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, lo- I, I wish people like, could hear the look I on your face, bought- though. <laughs> <laughs> when did I- Michael Keaton play a sandworm? Okay. I just bought that. I just bought a uh, music box with the sandworm on it. it. I literally just bought it yesterday. I've got to say, and I'm very happy about it, but I feel like Michael Keaton wasn't working that much for like a long time. And then I don't know if it was right after Birdman or maybe like when he was in the Spider-Man movie, but I feel like he's been all over the place for the last few years and I love it. He's in Dope Sick on Hulu, which is really good. Um, Yeah, Michael Keaton fan. I don't want to talk about that because I was supposed to work on that, but the pandemic happened and I couldn't like deal with the like having being quarantined for 14 days to work 
I could have worked with Michael Keaton and Rosario Dawson. Oh, like man. literally every scene I see my friends in and I can't watch it. I'm so jealous. Um, I'm sorry about that. It is and really right now good, I'm though. missing out on you and McGregor. You and McGregor is filming here in my state and I had to turn down work on it. Yeah, this uh, well, Pandisi really about, screwed things up to, for a lot of people. I don't want you to meet Ewan McGregor, not me. So <laughs> That's Thank a sign you. of a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> we will you, meet him together at Celebration. This is, why, this is why you are 1B and Kyle is 1A. Yep. Oh, wow. You just got Ooh, demoted from I'm... the opening credits already. We really should <laughs> blow this thing, go home before you're down to 3C. <laughs> 3C? You're going to be 1138 yeah. if you're not careful. You know what? I don't fear oh, your numbers. I'm a hut. The only thing I fear is cash flow. It's poor oh, cash flow. Oh, I oh, messed oh. it up. Shh. Boo. You blew it. We'll, we'll edit it out and post. It'll be fine. I'll make do you want me to say it funny. again? To... <laughs> yeah. Just do the whole thing right now. I'm not afraid of your numbers, Maggie. I'm a hut. The only thing I fear is poor <laughs> cash flow. <laughs> Leave the whole thing in. Okay. Yeah. Now it stays because you did it. <laughs> okay well here's the thing none of us have music so we're just gonna sit here and keep we're gonna keep you're all clear kid now let's blow this thing and go to follow us on Twitter at Outer Rim Beacon. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere <laughs> you can find your podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud. Yeah. Apple, iTunes, iTunes, Spotify, all the places. Everywhere. Yeah. All the places. You can follow me on Twitter at Maggie of the Town. You can follow I'm Josh. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. Uh, this is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on Twitter, but I don't care. Send me money on Venmo. It's also KB underscore legend and Instagram and Xbox and whatever, everything. That's his live journal, too. Yeah. And my. That's where he writes his. MySpace. Um, my. Fan fiction. Four square. Oh, he has a Tumblr. Yeah, my, all my fanfic. No, I don't. I don't have a Tumblr, but I could set one up. And if I did, it would be KB underscore legend on brand. Because he is legendary. Something like that. And again, now we don't know where to stop. Because usually Justin does this. <laughs> Bye. Hello there. <laughs> Hello no, there. that's at the beginning. Oh. Goodbye there. May the force be with you always for light and life there you go see no then done stop all right that was the worst episode we've ever done in our lives